I'll see your five and raise you ten. Wow, that's too rich for my blood. Fold. The 60-second rule of acquisition said, the riskier the road, the greater the profit. Haven't you learned anything in our time together on this ship? You also can't turn a profit if you lose your shirt. Thanks, but no thanks. I don't relish having to explain to the captain why I'm sitting at the helm bare-chested. <laughs> Call. Let's see what you're made of, Mr. Confiscate my favorite. Two aces. With the two already on the table? That's... Oh, one major kick in the coin purse. I knew I should have stayed in bed today. Ah, but if you had, we wouldn't have had the pleasure of seeing you lose. That's true. You know, I still wonder what happened to all those latinum chips we left on the table that one time. You wouldn't know anything about that either, would you, Zog? Not a thing. Didn't think so. Guess we'll just have to win them back from you one hand at a time. Whose deal is it? I think it's mine. You know, Zog, I wonder something. Yeah? What? Well, with the size of your ears, you'd have a good hiding place for cards. Got any aces up there? There's an unofficial rule of acquisition, Sid, that says never cheat somebody that can punch your teeth down your throat. I think that applies here. I mean, have you seen Liam at the gym? I'm not going to cross him. Well, sounds like you've grown some common sense, Sog. <laughs> if you say so. And speaking of common sense, where's Talak? It's not like her to miss a game. She hasn't got some sort of Vulcan hyperflu or something, has she? You know, come to think of it, I haven't seen Talak anywhere but when she's on duty on the bridge in quite a long time. Sid, do you know anything about it? M me <laughs> Why would I? You can stop pretending, Sid. I know you've probably been doing the polite, or not to mention stupid, thing of giving her time to adjust to Mac's death, but I'm sure you've kept up with what's going on with her. Zong, just watch it. I've had it with your insinuations and innuendo. And if you don't stop it right now... Take it easy, Sid. We're not making fun of you or anything. It's just... well... Well what, Liam? Spit it out. We're all worried about her, and it's just that you're the most able to look into things. You have the best rapport with her. Regardless of what that may or may not mean, it does make you her friend. I'll see if anything is wrong, but I'm not spying on her for you two. And from now on, leave my personal life out of the card game, alright? Touchier than ever. Yeah, but he'll be okay. I've seen this kind of thing before. You have to have seen me before I started dating my wife. You mean you were even more uptight than you are now? By the Nagus, how did you survive to adulthood? To law. Mr. Kirk, I... I wish to be alone at the moment. Listen, Talak, I know that you're going through a rough patch right now. Ensign Kirk, I trust that you are not questioning my effectiveness as science officer. I assure you that my duties are... I'm not talking about your duties, Talak. I'm talking about you. I know Mac's death has affected you. Indeed it has, Mr. Kirk. The loss of such a fine addition to the ship's crew... I'm talking about emotionally, Talak. That is not a logical assumption, Mr. Kirk. I am Vulcan. I am not affected emotionally by such things. You say that, but the rest of the crew sees you hiding in your work. There's no shame in admitting it to yourself. There is for a Vulcan. Tulok, listen. I believe that I asked to be alone, Anson Kirk. Please, return to your duties. Aye, <sighs> Lieutenant. If you change your mind, you know where to find me. Space, the lost frontier. The United Federation of Planets has been decimated by a catastrophe of galactic proportion. 
Once great empires have fallen into ruin or faded into the winds of history. In the wake of devastation, new factions arose, ruled by ruthless criminal guilds or opportunistic corporations. But the tattered remnants of Starfleet have one last chance to rise from the ashes and unite the Federation once more. Captain's Log, Fall Date 010.1018 Enterprise has been undergoing a minor refit in the wake of our encounters since her launch. Engineers at the Vulcan shipyards are working in tandem with Mr. Pope's team to make the necessary performance adjustments. Our next assignment, to determine the fate of the Cardassian Union, has been put on hold for the time being at the request of Captain Freeze and the former Captain Sisko, pending the results of their diplomatic work on Bajor. Thus, I have been given leeway to choose the next destination in Enterprise's overall mission to reunite the Lost Worlds of the Federation. The question remains... Which one to start with? Captain Trask, Admiral Busby is on the subspace channel for you. Patch it through to my ready room, Commander. Captain Trask, good to see you're taking such good care of the Enterprise. It hasn't been easy, Admiral. We didn't exactly start out with something simple. No, no you didn't, did you? Well, I've got some good news that will probably make things run at least a little more smoothly. We've decided to put a full medical staff aboard the Enterprise. While your long-term medical hologram and medical robots have been functioning admirably by all reports, it has been suggested that morale would be better served by a full-time biological physician. Your new chief medical officer will be arriving aboard any time now. I'm sure they'll make a welcome addition to the crew. Anything else I can do for you? No, sir. Just eager to get underway. <laughs> right you are, Rupert. Just try and keep her in one piece for me. She's something special. Buzz me out. Commander, what's the status of the system's upgrades? All reports are that they are progressing ahead of schedule. We finished with the loading of transphasic torpedoes and launcher modifications. Mr. Winfred has been overseeing the ablative armor installation. Mr. Winfred? According to the latest reports from the shipyard engineers, the primary hull armor generator additions are complete. Secondary hull armoring will be complete within the next six hours. That's a little ahead of schedule, isn't it, Mr. Winfred? I do try to be useful on occasion, Captain. So, what's our next assignment from command? Open. Admiral Busby's given me freedom to choose our next destination. And what did you decide? Well, I was thinking... Captain, incoming distress signal. Audio only. On speakers. This is General Kale of the Andorian Imperial Guard. Andoria is under attack by two vessels of Starfleet design. They are attempting to seize planetary assets. Can you enhance the audio? Trying, sir, but it's a low-power transmission, and it appears that something is attempting to jam it at the source. Please, we are keeping them at bay, but cannot hold up more than a few hours. Please, someone, someone, anyone, help us, please. Transmission ends, sir. We haven't heard from the Andorian since the first world seceded. Incoming transmission from Admiral Busby. On screen. Captain Trask. Were you monitoring that distress call? Yes, Admiral. Enterprise is the only ship in range and with the capabilities currently to take on the threat. Captain Trask, your orders are to travel to the Andoran homeworld, ascertain the threat, and stop Equity from achieving their objective. If successful, we may be able to bring the last of the founding Federation members back into the fold. Enterprise will depart within the hour, sir. Godspeed, Enterprise, and good luck. All stations report ready for departure, Captain. Very well. Mr. Kirk, open a channel to the docking control. Aye, Gov. Control, this is Enterprise, requesting departure clearance. 
Enterprise, this is Vulcan Shipyard Control. Departure clearance is granted. Maintain maneuvering thrusters until you are clear of shipyard space frame. Well, here we go again. Take us out. Aye, sir. Clearing all moorings. Maneuvering thrusters engaged. We will clear space dock in one minute. As soon as we are clear, engage at full impulse. When we're at a safe distance from the shipyard, lay in a course for the Andorian moon and engage at maximum warp. Aye, sir. Estimated time to arrival. At maximum warp, estimate 1.5 hours to reach the outer edge of the system, Gov. Excellent. Briefing in the conference room in 30 minutes. Mr. Winfred, anything your files might contain on the current state of the Andorian Empire would be of great help. Of course, Captain. Sir, if I may... Boy, <laughs> you don't give a guy time to even get settled in a sick bay around here, do you? I'm not a young man, Rupert. I need a little time to adjust to new surroundings before we go galloping off like the 7th Cavalry into God knows where to do God knows what with our trumpets blaring and... Excuse me, but just who are you? All right, let's do it by the book then. Lieutenant Commander Gerald Miller, Chief Medical Officer, reporting for duty as ordered Captain Trask. Jerry? Admiral Busby didn't... Didn't tell me it was going to be you assigned here as CMO. Wasn't my first choice, believe me, Rupert. I'd have just as soon stayed right where I was playing doctor to a colony full of drifters on Mars. Well, doctor, as chief medical officer, you've shown up just in time. The captain has ordered a briefing in 30 minutes. You can use the time to get settled into sickbay. Hi, Commander. We'll have to catch up some other time, Rupert. Uh, er... Captain Trask. I'll be in my ready room. Commander Niles, you have the bridge. What was that all about? I don't know, Commander, but I intend to find out. All right. For now, this is going to be the crew rotation here. If we need to tweak it or hell out and out scrap and rewrite it, we can. You two are going to serve as my assistants. When I'm not on duty for some reason, one of you will be the designated officer in charge of sickbay. Sir, I've never served aboard a starship before. Uh, yeah, me neither. What's duty aboard ship actually like? I mean, compared with a starbase or outpost. <laughs> Well, uh, if you get the right, Captain, it can be days upon days of pure boredom, followed by minutes of sheer terror, screams, blood, and nightmares that'll haunt you for weeks. And what if you get the wrong, Captain? Well, then you don't live long enough to get bored. And just what sort of Captain would you consider Captain Trask? Ah, hello, uh, Lieutenant... Uh... Andrew Winfred, Starfleet Command Special Liaison. You guys are dismissed. I'll see you bright and early tomorrow. Well, Lieutenant Winfred, I'd consider him to be the right captain. If you pair him with the right ship and the right crew, there's nothing he can't accomplish. Well, it's good to know that you have such a high opinion of your commanding officer. May I ask how you know the captain? You mean it's not in my file? I thought bureaucrats like yourself lived for personnel files and forms to fill out. I'm afraid that your rapid assignment to the Enterprise precluded the possibility of my reviewing your file. Rest assured, it was only a momentary lapse. Well, that explains it, I suppose. I served under Captain Trask before. On the Exeter. On the Exeter? So that means you were a survivor- a survivor of Rifton Four. I was wondering how long it would take for someone to get around to this. Yep, I was there. I should like to talk to you about it sometime, if, if you don't mind. There isn't much in the files beyond the involved parties in the outcome. There isn't even a complete list of the ships that fought there or any word on the Aftermath planet side. Captain Trask told me a little about it, but I've always wanted to know the full story and he seems reluctant to tell it. I'll tell you what I can. There were a lot of casualties, so I was pretty busy. Well, I shall certainly look forward to hearing it from the horse's mouth, so to speak. It's almost time for the briefing. I'll see you in the conference room. Wouldn't miss it for the world. As you all know, Andoria was one of the founding worlds of the Federation. 
The Andorian Empire extended through several star systems in the region at its height. What do we know about their current state? Close as they are, Captain, one would think we would have some idea. However, much like the Klingons, the Andorian Empire closed its borders and withdrew from all contact with either the Federation or the other factions at the first outbreak of hostilities. I guess they didn't like the idea of winding up like Beta Zed. That would be one possibility, Commander, but I'm afraid that anything we discuss here would be mere conjecture, as they never offered a reason for their actions. They simply withdrew. We know that they did not side with any other faction, but they did not offer their aid to the Federation either. I don't know. But I can tell you this, the Andorians were among the least susceptible to the infection. Something to do with their insectoid descent and physiology would be my guess. So something makes me doubt it had anything to do with an outbreak. Do we know what we're up against? The distress call was very vague. Is there anything showing up on long-range sensors? Not yet, sir. I've been working with my team to boost the gain on the lateral sensor array, but even then there's a finite range we can work with. At our current speed, we should be moving within sensor range in a few minutes. Very good, Mr. Pope. I want your damage control teams on standby. There's a very good chance we're walking into one hell of a firefight. Just like old times, eh, Captain? What do you mean? When we're not in the middle of a crisis, remind me to tell you some stories, Commander. I think that's enough for now. You're all dismissed. Notify me when we're within sensor range. Jerry, wait a minute. Sure, what is it, Rupert? I would rather you didn't give the crew the wrong impression of me. It was a different person back then, and there are a lot of things that I would rather not come to light. At least, not right now. Rupert, I'm not going to tell them any stories that will embarrass you or hurt your command. <laughs> but our stories are who we are, and we all must embrace our pasts at some point. You're right. But I'd rather do so in my own time. You really have changed. If you'll excuse me, Captain, I need to prep sick bay for casualties. Cherry. Captain Trask to the bridge. Report. Sensors are reporting two Miranda-class starships engaged in a firefight. The Mirandas are attacking ships matching the configuration of the Andorian Imperial Guard. There are numerous damaged and adrift vessels in the vicinity. Miranda-class? Looks like Equity's been busy with their salvage operations. It's a good thing we're not still on the Yorktown. That class of ship is the one that gave my great-grandfather a hell in the Battle of the Mutana Sector. Sid, time to intercept. Four minutes, twenty seconds, present speed, Gov. I'll prep sick bay to receive any casualties. Hailing frequencies. Channel open. This is Captain Rupert Trask of the Federation Starship Enterprise. You will cease all hostile action and withdraw to equity space, or you will be fired upon. No response, Gov. Sir, one of the equity vessels is turning to intercept. Well, at least we know they aren't blind. Mr. Liam, ready phasers and quantum torpedoes. Lock onto enemy vessel as soon as they are within weapons range. Let's show them we mean business. Phasers and torpedoes armed and locked, Captain. Estimate one minute to firing solution. Hail them again, Mr. Kirk. This is the Enterprise. Equity vessel, this is your last chance to withdraw or you will be fired upon. No response, Captain. They're firing! Sid, evasive maneuvers! Damage report! Their weapons are way too strong for that class of ship, Commander. Shields at 80%, minor damage on decks 4, 7, and 9. Damage control and medical teams are responding. Return fire, all weapons. Target their weapon systems and engines. Disable that ship! Firing phasers and quantum torpedoes. Direct hit, sir. Their shields are severely weakened, and there is major damage to their drive system. Doesn't look like their upgrades extended to defensive systems. <laughs> Sid, open up a channel. Equity vessel, you are severely damaged and incapable of withstanding us. 
Surrender and prepare to be boarded. Still no response, Captain. I think we hurt their feelings. Captain, I'm reading a massive energy buildup in the enemy vessel's warp core. They appear to be on a buildup to overload, Captain. Core breach is imminent. Sid, move us away from that ship. Get us to a safe distance. Aye, sir. We didn't quite make it clear, sir. I'm receiving damage reports from all over the ship. Aft shields are at 27%. Warp propulsion is offline. Bridge to engineering. Pope here, sir. What's your status down there? In a word, sir, messy. Warp drive is completely offline. I've got repair teams on it. What about our offensive and defensive systems? I'm working on getting the aft shields back up to something useful, sir. Torpedo control linkage has been damaged. But phaser banks should be unaffected. At least for the moment. Keep on it, Chief. Mr. Kirk, take us into the battle zone. Full impulse. Stand ready, phasers. Hi, Gov. In weapons range, in 30 seconds. Lock phasers onto the enemy vessel's weapon systems and prepare to fire on my mark. Hail the equity ship. Captain, it's pretty obvious that they don't want to talk to us. I know that, Kate. But I want to at least be able to say I tried to end this peacefully. 15 seconds to firing solution. Status of the Andorian forces? They are ignoring us and trying to get between the equity ship and some sort of orbital installation in the upper atmosphere of the Andorian gas giant. Sir, phasers are locked on target. Fire! Direct hit, sir. Damage to the enemy vessel's weapon systems. Reading power fluctuations in their drive system. Captain, the enemy vessel is hailing us. About damn time. On screen. This is Captain Dawes of the One True Federation ship Vindicator. I'm... I know who you are, Trask. I suggest that you take your ship out of the system. You're interfering with Federation business. You have committed acts of aggression against the United Federation of Planets and its allies. Stand to and prepare to be boarded. So be it, Trask. The one true Federation does not tolerate competition. And we will not let you have what's rightfully ours. Sir, they've launched something at one of the planet's population centers. Sensors are detecting a biogenic weapon of unknown type. Lock on and fire, Liam. Take it out. Unable to achieve target lock, sir. It's gone. Estimate impact in 10 seconds. What's the status of the Andorian battle group? They've backed off and are holding position outside weapons range. Looks like they're barely holding together. Gov, the Vindicator is hailing us. On screen. Channel open. Captain Trask. I trust that... What the hell did you just fire at the planet's surface? Did you like it? It's one of our newest toys. I'm afraid it's not as powerful or as deadly as the infection, but it should really ruin the day of a few hundred thousand of the Andorran scum down there. I will not stand idly by and allow Equity Corps to commit acts of genocide. Mr. Liam, stand by to destroy the Equity ship on my command. No, no, don't be too rash, Captain. If you kill me... You won't get the cure for the hell that I just unleashed on your blue-skinned friends down there. And what would you expect in return? Yeah, not much, really, Captain. I just simply want to take my ship and my companion, the Tug, over there, along with the storage depot that it's towing, back to Equity Space unimpeded. Grant me safe passage, and, and I'll have the cure beamed aboard to your fine vessel. I'll need time to think it over. And I'm sure you know that I'll need to contact the Andorian government about this before taking action. Oh, by all means, Captain, of course. But I wouldn't wait too long if I were you. The biogenic pathogen is treatable, but if it remains too long, the Andorians whose lives you save may wish you'd let them die. Dr. Miller, report to the bridge. On my way. Sid, open the channel to the Andorian High Command. Channel open, Gov. This is Captain Rupert Trask of the Federation Starship Enterprise. I am General Kale of the Andorian Imperial Guard. Thank you for responding so quickly, Captain. We had, we had feared that there was no one left to help us. General, 
What's the situation planet side? It's chaotic, to say the least, Captain Trask. We have been receiving conflicting reports as to the effects of the pathogen and even how widespread those effects are. Our guardsmen have reported everything from signs of dementia to acts of cannibalism, but it is unclear how reliable the reports are. What is it that Equity is after in that storage depot? I am afraid. I do not know, Captain. It was brought here by a Starfleet vessel very close to the outbreak of the Civil War, and placed into our care under conditions of absolute secrecy. Captain, it could be some sort of weapon or experimental technology that was hidden away to prevent Equity Corps from getting their hands on it. I don't think we should just hand it over to them without knowing what's there. Agreed. Sid, scan the depot. See if we can figure out what's in there. Sensors are unable to penetrate the depot's plating. Heavy concentrations of various minerals in its construction make scanning impossible, sir. (sighs) It's always something. General Kale... Under the circumstances, I think the cure from the Equity ship is the only hope we have of treating this weapon's effects. I'll have it beamed aboard my ship and analyzed by my chief medical officer. Assuming it appears to be legitimate, I'm going to allow the Vindicator and its tug to depart from the depot, and we will begin replication of the treatment for distribution. I bristle at the thought of those thugs gaining their aim after such a prolonged battle, Captain. However... I must agree that any chance of stopping this outbreak quickly far outweighs the value of whatever may be in that container. Alright. As soon as we're able, I'll send a medical team down to coordinate with you and begin treatment. Thank you, Captain Trask. Kale out. Reporting is ordered, Captain. Jury, we've got a biogenic weapon on a rampage on the surface. We're trading whatever is in that storage depot to the equity ship in exchange for a cure to whatever it is they've unleashed. When we beam it aboard, I want you and your staff to analyze it as quickly as you can and determine if it is viable. If so, I want it replicated and you and your team to begin treatment of the Andorians who have been affected. Yes, Captain. I'll need a blood sample from someone who's been exposed to the pathogen. Uh, You'll want to transport it aboard on a level 3 quarantine protocol directly to the isolation chamber in sickbay. He'll have it as soon as possible. Then I'll go get set up. This is certainly an exciting ship you've got, Rupert. Containment field is reading stable. All parameters reading nominal for transport. Miller to transporter room. Ready to receive specimen. Specimen received. The tricorder can't recognize the specific pathogen, Doctor, but it looks very similar to a type of neurolytic pathogen that was thought to no longer exist. Uh, a biogenic weapon that acts as a neurolytic pathogen would be a terrible weapon. Some days I wish people would have stuck to mustard gas and country music. Sir? Never mind. Sick beta bridge? Go ahead. Analysis of the blood sample is complete. We're ready to receive the package from the equity ship. Understood. Stand by. Let's hope those jackbooted thugs aren't jerking us around. <sighs> what if they are, Doctor? Equity has never exactly been... well, trustworthy. Well, then we do it the old-fashioned way. Well, here's our supposed magic bullet. Nurse Cato, analysis? The substance appears to be a synthetic construct based upon the same biomimetic gel that would have been used to create the pathogen in the first place. Well, the theory's sound enough. Let's see what throwing these two things into the mix together does. Nurse Hansen? Inserting compound... No. Looks like a reaction to me. What do you have on the tricorder? I'm reading a slowing of cell membrane degradation in the areas affected by the pathogen. Also, the damaged cells that were not completely destroyed are beginning to repair themselves. That's it. Just like they promised. I'll be damned. Never thought I'd see equity deal fairly. Nurse Cato. I want you to start replication immediately. 
Commandeer every last replicator unit on this ship if you have to, but I want us ready to go as soon as possible. Miller to Captain Trask. Trask here. Looks like the equity goons are playing us straight. I've ordered replication of the compound. We should have an ample supply in the next few hours. Good work, Jerry. Update me when you're ready to transport. Trask out. Captain's Log Supplemental. With reports from sickbay indicating the antigen is a viable treatment for Equity's weapon, I have, albeit reluctantly, allowed the Vindicator to depart, with its tugs following, and the storage container in tow. Enterprise is currently undergoing emergency repairs with Andorian assistance, while Dr. Miller is assembling his team and preparing to depart for the surface. Well, Rupert, come to see us off? That, and I'm meeting with General Kale to discuss the attack. Equity sure put a lot of effort into retrieving whatever it is that they took. Probably thought it was something that would give them a major advantage. No way they'd have risked two ships in as good a shape as those if it weren't something important. We're going over the sensor logs now. If there's anything in them we can use, we'll know it soon. Just in case, I've been going over the historical records of the Battle of the Mutana Sector. The parts that aren't classified, anyway. Now we just need the last member of my team, and we'll be set to beam down. Who? I trust I am not late, Doctor. To Locke? Why are you going? You're not a doctor. Not that I doubt your capabilities, it's just... It is true, Mr. Kirk, that I am not a medical doctor. However, the primary focus of my scientific training was biological sciences. I thought it would be useful to have her along. Just in case. Captain, permission to join the away team. Permission denied. The Andorian Guard will provide adequate protection. Besides, right now, you're the most knowledgeable officer on board in regard to the Vindicator's capabilities. If they return while we are still under repairs, it's going to take every advantage we can get to fend them off. Well, I just would rather them have someone there to watch their backs. You know, in case something goes wrong. If it makes you feel any better, Sid, I'll send a security detail down with them. But, sir, I... I, sir. Good. Jerry, good luck. Contact us if you need anything. I'll have a security detail follow you down momentarily. Ensign, energize. Bridge to transporter room two. Trask here. We have received a signal from the Andorian delegation. They are ready to beam aboard. Acknowledged. Ensign, energize. General Kale, welcome aboard the Enterprise. Thank you, Captain Trask. This is my Chief of Staff, Major Rao, and Imperial Liaison Vizen, the civilian member of our delegation. A pleasure, Major Rao. The honor is mine, Captain. And you as well, Liaison. Thank you, Captain Trask. This is my Chief Helmsman, Ensign Kirk. Forgive me for not arranging a more formal welcome, but we're still picking up the pieces up here. As are we, as no doubt you saw. The enemy attack dealt a severe blow to our defense forces. You won't have to worry about them for a while. Yes, Captain. I was watching the battle from my headquarters in the capital city. Your ship is formidable in battle, as is your crew. High praise from the commander of the Imperial Guard. Thank you, General. And now, if you'll follow me, we'll be convening a meeting of my senior staff in a few minutes to discuss your situation. Liaison, would I be correct in assuming that you're here representing the Imperial government in a diplomatic capacity? Yes, that is correct. It's been some time since Endoria has had dealings with the Federation. Then I hope our meeting will be productive. All right, how are the first batch of patients? Cellular membrane degradation is slowing, Doctor. Not as rapidly as in the sample, but... That's to be expected. It takes longer for the Andorian circulatory system to distribute the treatment. Intramuscular injections can be maddening if you aren't used to the added time they take to take effect. It is a function of the Andorians' insectoid evolution. Their bodies developed for many evolutionary cycles without the need for a complex circulatory system. Human Doctor... I am reading anomalies in this patient's neurotransmitter levels. Could you take a look? 
That's strange. The decay of the cellular membranes in his body is slowed, but his neurotransmitter levels are dropping rapidly. I'm detecting an increase in waste chemicals in the bloodstream, concentrated most heavily in the area of the cerebral cortex. He's going into neuroleptic shock. Nurse Cato, 10cc Snaptazine now. That did it. You, check for similar anomalies in the other patients that have been injected with the antigen. Yes. I have never seen such a reaction before. It reminds me a little of the second strain of the infection. That strain led to madness and mutation rather than death, as I recall. Right. And this isn't quite the same thing, though. With this infection, when the convulsions started, the victims were fully conscious and tried to kill and eat any nearby living creature. Fascinating. Nurse Hansen, you have some experience with the second strain of the infection. Would you be able to recognize its signature genetic markers? I think so, sir. Then extract a sample from this patient and begin analysis. Inform me when you have finished. Aye, aye, sir. Human doctor, each of the other patients are showing preliminary signs of the same affliction. Would you stop calling me that? It's doctor, or, or Dr. Miller, hell, even Jerry. Anything but human doctor. I don't waltz in here and call you Smurf doctor, now do I? It will not happen again, I assure you. Then get your people administering Snaptazine as necessary. We've got to buy time until we can figure out what we're dealing with. Talak, we're going to need options and fast. I'm going to report our situation to the captain. Of course. Why do I always feel like it's Custer's last stand when it comes to Starfleet Medical? So far, the Snaptazine is holding off the effects, but whatever this pathogen is, the treatment that Equity handed over was only designed to treat one symptom. Is there anything we can do from up here to help? The best thing you can do is track down those Equity Jack Weasels and get the info out of them. Talak and my team are working on isolating the root structure of the pathogen and seeing if we can reverse engineer it to come up with a cure. Do what you can, Jerry. There are a lot of lives depending on you. This is unthinkable. This is an act of willful genocide on the part of Equity Corps. How can they think they are worthy of the name Federation? Trust me, General. Starfleet doesn't believe that they are. Trask to bridge. Bridge here, Captain. Begin a long-range sensor sweep. See if you can track down where the Vindicator and the Tug went when they went to warp. Aye, sir. Captain Trask, the Imperial government has maintained its isolationist stance since before the Civil War. An incident like this, if not resolved correctly, could well ensure that Endoria never rejoins the rest of the galaxy. I'll grant you the attack was extreme, but I would still think that it would be better for your people to rejoin the Federation. At least the worlds that are still united together could offer support and aid. The political situation here is somewhat tenuous, Captain. The Assembly has maintained a carefully balanced policy of neutrality, but there is a growing movement of hardliners who will demand a decisive and 100% effective response to this matter. Only the moderates in the Assembly currently hold them in check. And how do you feel, General? I have been in the military for a very long time, Captain. I have to be... pragmatic. While I have no particular love for equity, I must follow orders from the Assembly, whatever those orders may be. The military stands united under the government. Honor is something our people do not take lightly, Captain Trask. I don't doubt that. Captain Trask, without Starfleet and the Federation's aid, Endoria will tear itself apart in a matter of a few years. Maybe less. Is there anything that Starfleet or the Federation can do to help beyond this immediate matter? I am authorized to negotiate on behalf of the Federation in all matters where there is no other ranking diplomat present. Unfortunately, Mr. Winfred, currently it seems like a miracle from the Divine is all that is holding our government together, and what the Divine grant us, they may also take away. The Prime Directive would prevent you from taking action in any case. Mr. Pope, what's the status of your repairs? We're working as fast as we can, sir. I've got partial warp power back online. But we're having trouble with the EPS transfer conduits to the phaser banks, and the control linkage to the fracking torpedo launchers is still shot. 
How long before we can get in pursuit of the Vindicator once we find her trail? Yeah, any time, sir. I can, I can continue repairs en route, but I would really advise that you take it easy on the phaser banks until we can get the EPS stabilized. Do what you can. General, if you'd like, I can arrange for quarters for you here aboard the Enterprise. Thank you, Captain Trask. I will remain aboard with Major Rao. I believe I should return to the capital. The Assembly is going to expect a full report. I will delay any adverse action on their part as best I can, but do not delay. The hardliners will be calling for blood before this is over. Do the best you can, liaison. We will stop Equity Corps. I promise you that. Well, that's about as stable as he's going to get. What's our status? The triage units below are still receiving the occasional new patient. However, the massive influx of cases seems to have ceased. As for the patients within our care, the synaptazine is still controlling their symptoms. However, the Andorian medical staff are reporting an increased tolerance to the drug in nearly every case. Based upon existing biological models, I would estimate that the drug will become ineffective within the next 13 hours. Damn. Enterprise had better hurry. I can't believe we fell for the old bait-and-switch. It was a logical mistake to make. The treatment did appear to work as intended. Oh, my gut told me something was wrong. I always get into trouble when I don't listen to it. Nurse Hansen is continuing her analysis of the pathogen. We should not lose hope that we will be able to formulate a cure ourselves. Well, in the meantime, we'll just have to make do. Indeed. There has been enough death in the Federation of late. Something wrong, Lieutenant? Not that I'm aware of, Doctor. Beyond the current state of the universe, which goes without saying. Lieutenant, may I have a word with you about something personal? Yes, Doctor. I pulled up your file when I found out that we'd be working together. I was surprised to learn that you'd requested the EMH to test you for Bendy Syndrome. The test came back negative, by the way. I am relieved to hear that. No, you aren't. You knew better in the first place. You know that Bendy Syndrome has never been diagnosed in a patient under the age of 195. I thought it would be wise. What, to be sure? I can understand that. What I can't understand is why you would think of that particular disease. What symptoms have you displayed? I would rather not... No. You don't get to cop out that easily. I'm the ship's CMO, and if there's something going on medically with a crew member, then it's my job to know about it. Otherwise, I can make my report to the captain, but if it goes that route, your career in Starfleet could be over. All because you didn't want to confide in a living, breathing doctor? I have been experiencing bouts of strong emotion of late. Alright, what else? Do you not find this sufficient cause for alarm? I should remind you, Doctor, that I am a Vulcan. Have you ever been through Kolinar training? No, I have not. Then that old I'm a Vulcan excuse doesn't cut it. You suppress your emotions, but you have them. Same as I, or the Captain, or anybody else on board the Enterprise. That may be true, Doctor, but such loss of control is unseemly. I have worried that it may potentially impair my ability to function as the Enterprise's science officer. Reasonable, but we're dancing around the crux of the matter, Lieutenant. Is there something that is causing these bouts of emotion? Something you might be able to identify? It is... that is to say, it appears that the feelings surface when I think of... Commander Mac. Tequila Mac? Yes. He was retrieved from an equity prison world and brought to serve on the Enterprise though he did so as a mercenary for hire. Always hoped I'd get to meet that guy. I'm always intrigued by so-called living legends. So did he stack up to his reputation? He seemed to, but he was also distant, as if he wanted to separate himself from his former life. But he was a capable officer, and a fine addition to the Enterprise crew. And he was the most unique figure I have encountered. You had feelings for him. What happened? Mac was killed. Murdered. By an assassin we were unable to capture. His body was stolen from the Starbase sickbay right under the noses of Starfleet security. It as, as if Mac was never aboard. As if his passing meant nothing. I was unable- To say goodbye. Yes. I feel as if his absence has left a void within me. I find my thoughts drifting towards him when I'm alone, and even when I'm working. It is disconcerting. 
I am afraid that I may find myself unable to perform my duties if it continues. Lieutenant, uh, Talak, what you're going through is a natural part of grieving. Now I know you're a Vulcan and your society prides itself on its emotional control, but believe me as a doctor when I say that what you're going through is normal for anyone who's lost someone they care for. Have you experienced such things often, Doctor? I would expect that in your profession, death is a constant companion. Here, uh, I want to show you something. What is that marking on your forearm? It's the Ron of Asclepius. A reminder of why I became a doctor. It resembles the symbol of Starfleet Medical, yet it is different. There is only the one snake present instead of the two entwined. Very observant. For a long time now, the symbol of the Caduceus has been used for Starfleet Medical. It's a very old tradition in military service. But this symbol on my arm is the one actually associated with healing. I do not understand. The Caduceus was the staff carried by Hermes in Greek mythology. He was the god's messenger, but also the patron god of liars and thieves. The symbol was a very strong tie to ideas of greed and death, which I guess makes it a more appropriate symbol for Equity Corps' quote-unquote medical division. But this symbol was used as far back as Hippocrates. It's there to remind me that I live to heal both body and spirit, and that death is a necessary part of life. I see. Also, don't forget your shipmates. I think you'll find that their companionship... Their friendship will mean a great deal to you in moving on. Thank you, Doctor. I will make the effort. Dr. Miller, I finished my preliminary examination of the DNA markers in the pathogen as requested. Good. What did you find? There are differences, but several segments are identical to those present in cases of the infection. What? But that means we've all been exposed. But the incubation period is long over. If it were the infection, we'd all be showing signs of symptoms now. Fascinating. If you examine these segments here, you'll see that it is designed specifically to attack Andorian physiology. The result is a weapon that mimics the infection symptoms, but does not spread beyond the members of a single race. Well, that's wonderful. A kinder, gentler murder tool. There is something else in these genetic markers that indicates that the disease may be communicable through fluid transfer. The party never stops. I think we should report this to the Enterprise, and in the meantime... I think, Doctor, that to do so prematurely would be inadvisable. It's standard procedure, Lieutenant. Yes, Doctor. I am aware of Starfleet regulations. However, there is a very important variable which I believe you should be made aware of. Captain, it looks like we've got something on long-range sensors. What is it, Mr. Liam? Have a look, sir. Here, in the Ellison dust clouds, a few light years off, it's so faint that we missed it on the first couple of scans. Chief Pope's sensor modifications helped out a lot. I scanned for particle emissions which might indicate a damaged warp drive. It's an old trick I learned for fighting in gas clouds and nebula. If you filter out identifiable components, it leaves you this. Is there any trail beyond the dust clouds? No, sir. No particle traces at all. They're in there. I'd bet my right eye. Excellent work, Mr. Liam. Bridge to engineering. Engineering here, sir. What's our repair status? Still working on the torpedo launchers, but the mains are back online and you have forward phasers. Shields are back up to 85%. Warp drive is functional up to warp 7. Thank you, Mr. Pope. Continue what repairs you can make en route. We're going after the equity ship. Aye, sir. Just try not to give me too much of a bumpy ride. The EPS system is bypassed in at least five places. I'll do my best, Mr. Pope. Bridge out. Mr. Liam, feed this data to the helm. Mr. Kirk... Engage at warp 7 when ready. iGov, course laid in, engaging at warp 7. Commander Niles, will you have Major Rawl and General Kale join us on the bridge? Yes, sir. Now, the game's afoot. What? <laughs> you mean to tell me that that bureaucratic bookworm Winfred can turn the Enterprise into his own personal death blossom at any moment and Rupert can't do a damn thing about it? Not precisely, Doctor. 
As I said, according to the lieutenant, he may only evoke the majority of his protocols in the event of contact with active traces of the infection. Why do I think I'm really going to want to punch his lights out at some point? That aside, I believe we should continue to work toward a cure on our own before involving the Enterprise, as I do not believe the orbital bombardment of this facility would go unanswered by the Andorians. Dr. Miller, I should be with my patients. You sent for me? Yes. One of my team has discovered that this pathogen was designed to mimic the second strain of the infection. It was also engineered only to affect Andorian physiology. I'd like your best available medical researchers to work with Talak here and Nurse Hansen. And now that we know the root of the problem, I hope we can ferret out a cure. I will see to it at once. How are the Snaptazine treatments holding on the patients? Their tolerance to the drug is growing steadily. I have the same reports from the other facilities in the city. I do not know how much time we have before it begins to be ineffective. Let's hope that it'll be long enough. Talak, you and Nurse Hansen join up with the research team. Share your findings and see if you can't come up with something to jumpstart the immune system against this. Uh, doctor, I'll make your rounds with you. Right now, we've just got to hold on to hope. Captain, ma'am, the tug is reporting all systems are functioning within acceptable parameters. They are able to enter warp on your command. Thank you, Ensign. Bridge to engineering. What's the status of our warp drive? We've developed hairline molecular cracks along the dilithium chamber's outer casing. It's going to take a solid two weeks in dry dock for full repairs. I don't care about full repairs. Are we going to be stuck making this whole trip on impulse power? No, ma'am. If you give me time to reinforce the chamber, I can have you at warp three in two hours. You have one hour, Commander. Director Cross does not like to be kept waiting. Helm, where are we exactly? The Ellison dust clouds, Captain. Just a sector full of particles, dust, debris, and us. Keep an eye on long-range sensors. I don't want any surprises. Tactical. How's our combat readiness? The phaser bank's booster coils were damaged in the Enterprise's attack. But we still have standard phasers available to us, and ten photon torpedoes. Still. It just might be enough to hold off the Enterprise. Is this dust cloud going to affect our sensors? Moderately, ma'am. Currently, the dust and debris are acting like a one-way mirror. We can get short-range and tactical scans through the cloud. Anything further than that, and the signal would degrade too much to be reliable. Alright. Send the tug on to rendezvous point. I suspect that the Enterprise will be here soon, and even if we don't make it out of here, I want that cargo to reach headquarters. It could tip the balance of the power in the Alpha Quadrant back into our favor. Aye, Captain. The tug acknowledges and will warp to the rendezvous point as soon as it clears the debris field. Good. And now, as for us, we wait and hope that we get a nice clear shot at Trask. I have a ship on long-range sensors exiting the dust cloud at warp 3. Its configuration matches the equity tug. Any sign of the Vindicator? No, sir. If they're here, they're still inside the dust cloud. And they aren't moving. So I can't get any particle traces on sensors. She's in there, I know it. Mr. Kirk, plot an intercept course and take us within weapons range of the tug. I'm not letting them get away twice. Aye, sir. Intercept course plotted and laid in. Engage. Liam, can our sensors penetrate the cloud well enough to do a blanket scan? Negative. I can detect engine ion emissions, but the dust cloud seems to have shifted. Most of our active scans are being bounced back. I don't like it, Gov. The coincidences are piling up a little too closely for comfort. Don't worry, Sid. I'm not planning on taking the Enterprise into the dust cloud. If we can't see them, there's a good chance they can't see us. How long till we reach the tug? About one minute, Gov. I would like to take the Equity Forces prisoner, if possible, Captain. They should be made to stand trial for their attack in Andoria. It would go a long way towards placating the hardliners in the Assembly. We'll do our best, General. Liam, lock weapons onto the tug's engines and tractor beam emitters, and prepare to fire as soon as we're within range. Sid, open hailing frequencies. Aye, sir. This is the USS Enterprise. 
you have one chance and only one chance to save yourselves. Release the storage depot you are currently towing and stand to. Sir, I'm reading a large power buildup in the tug's engines. They appear to be trying to get more speed. They're trying to run for it. Are we in weapons range? We will be in 10 seconds, sir. Prepare to fire on my command. Aye, sir. Coming into weapons range. Now. Fire. Direct hit. Their engines are offline. Nice shot, Liam. Now, Sid, bring us... What happened? Did the tug return fire? No, sir. Weapons fire came from inside the dust cloud. Shields are at 40%. Primary power is offline. Secondary power systems are operational. Return fire. I can't, sir. I can't get a target locked through the dust cloud. Incoming photon torpedoes! Evasive maneuvers! Liam, fire a wide beam spread from the aft phasers. Maybe we can use them for countermeasures. Ineffective! Sit. Continue evasive maneuvers. Get us out of range. Liam, can you triangulate a firing position using the direction of the incoming weapons fire? I can try, sir, but it's gonna take a minute. Get on it. Can we get any kind of sensor reading about what's in there? We could rig several Class 1 probes and fire them into the dust cloud. If they're able to transmit their sensor readings, they could act as an extension of the ship's sensors. Mr. Liam? Already on it. Launching probes. They'll clear the perimeter of the dust cloud in three minutes. Engineering the bridge. I've got severe damage to the EPS system. I don't think there's any way I can repair it short of putting it back into space dock. The secondary system is holding up, so you've got power. But we can't take too many more hits like those. Sir, we've just lost life support on decks four through seven. Evacuate those decks. Reroute power to the shields. Mr. Pope, divert all unnecessary power to defensive systems. Liam, engage the ablative armor. But the installation wasn't finished, sir. Well, the generators on the primary hull were complete. It may not do much good, but at least it's something. Activate it, Lieutenant! Ablative armor engaging. We should be out of weapons range now, Gov. Status of the probes. They are approaching the border of the dust cloud. Phaser fire from inside the cloud has destroyed the probes, Captain. Suggestions. Liam, what is the composition of the dust cloud? Scanning. The clouds are highly concentrated gatherings of stellar dust, nitrogen compounds, oxygen, and a wide band of slightly radioactive trace elements. Captain, may I suggest that we fire a low-energy, high-dissipation spread of photon torpedoes into the cloud? To what purpose, Mr. Winfred? To ignite the cloud, Captain. The resultant explosion and fire shouldn't harm the enemy vessel, but would likely make them blind for long enough that we could initiate a counterattack. Like a grain silo fire. That's not a bad idea, Mr. Winfred. Liam, prepare a full spread of photon torpedoes. Energy level 10. And fire when ready. Aye, sir. Photon torpedoes away. The dust cloud is igniting, sir. I have an energy signature on my screen. It's their deflector shield, sir. Take us within weapons range and fire at will. Ah, report! Sensors are offline, Captain. The ignition of the dust cloud has overloaded them. I'm showing severe damage on all decks. Structural integrity fields are holding, but hull breach appears to be imminent on deck 7 and 8. Return fire. Destroy the Enterprise. Unable to comply, sir. Weapons control is offline. Helm, bring us about bearing 030 mark 270. Engage at whatever speed we can manage. Get us out of here. Open a channel to the Enterprise. Enterprise Commander on screen, Captain. You've won this time, Captain Trask. The depot's yours, but don't get too overconfident. The next time we meet, it will be on equal ground, and the One True Federation will blow you and your puppet masters out of the stars. And we'll be waiting for you to try. Damn it! The Snaptazine isn't working. Increase the dosage. I can't. We're already approaching toxic levels. I don't think there's anything else we can do. Dr. Miller, we've got something. It may or may not be effective, but it would appear from the look of this patient that time is running out. Here, let's have that hypo. 
The intramuscular injection should begin to take hold any time now. His vital signs are stabilizing. Body temperature is returning to normal. Respiration, circulation, all are approaching normal levels. Uh, keep your eyes open for any adverse reaction. I don't like trying new treatments on sentient beings. The injection is designed to attack and modify the pathogen itself, turning it into a benign force within the body and thus allowing the immune system to fight it off effectively. This is excellent work, Talak. I could not have done it without the help of Nurse Hansen. It was her understanding of the infection that allowed us to work out the cure. Alright, there'll be plenty of time to congratulate ourselves later. Right now, let's get this stuff replicated and administered. And we expect that the pathogen will be eradicated within the next 13 hours. On behalf of my people, Dr. Miller, I thank you. It's my job, liaison. Speaking of which, I better get back to it. And of course, thanks are owed to you as well, Captain Trask. With the success of your response to General Kale's distress call, there has begun a strong movement to re-establish relations with the Federation. I have been named ambassador and given the authority of the government in negotiating a new treaty. Then I expect you and Mr. Winfred will have a great deal to discuss in the near future. I regret only the escape of the Equity warship and the deaths of the crew of the tug before they could be questioned. Unfortunately, suicide implants seem to be Equity's M.O. Tell me, Captain, have you discovered what is stored within that depot? My engineering team is over there right now. It shouldn't be too long before we know. Captain Trask, in light of Equity's recent aggression, I would like to make you an offer. I would like to dispatch a platoon of our best guardsmen to serve aboard your ship as a supplement to your security forces. We would be honored to have them, General. But the Enterprise is not a military vessel. Our mission is to find and reunite the Lost Worlds of the Federation. Still, I suspect that this is only the first of many attacks by Equity Corps. It would ease my mind to know that the Federation's flagship was receiving the benefit of added protection. Then we will welcome them aboard, General. Pope the Enterprise, you're not going to believe this, Captain. What is it, Mr. Pope? What did you find? This depot, sir. It's a storehouse of warp engine components. There's enough here to refit six or seven ships from the ground up. What? Oh, but that's amazing. This could be just what Starfleet needs to get back on its feet for real. I'll have a detailed inventory for you in a couple of hours, Captain. Pope out. Well, I think all things considered, this has turned out quite splendidly. Captain, if you will excuse me, I should return to Andoria. I will dispatch the squad to beam aboard soon. Thank you, General. Safe journey. Now... Liaison Wiesen, I'd say you and I have a great deal to talk about. Welcome back, Jerry. To lock. Good to be back, Rupert. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to my quarters and take a very, very long nap. <laughs> Of course, old friend. I can't wait to read your report. How was it, Talok? Informative, Mr. Fick. Quite informative. It sounded like you had a time of it. That would be an understatement. Now, if you will excuse me, Mr. Kirk, Captain, I do believe I need to relax. It has been a trying day. Would you like to have a drink with me? That sounds... Quite agreeable. That's new. <laughs> I honestly think it's probably something quite old, Commander Niles. Especially for a Vulcan. Do you think I should have a talk with Talak about fraternizing with the crew? I don't think so, Commander. As long as it doesn't affect their duties. Sir, I'm receiving a signal from the squad commander. He's ready to beam up. Very well. Energize. Captain Trask, I am Commander Thylek Shran of the Endorian Imperial Guard. I am hereby transferred under your command, sir. Very good, Commander. This is my first officer, Catherine Niles. I should warn you that my crew is unaccustomed to having soldiers on board. 
Do not worry, Captain. My men will not mingle with your crew. We are accustomed to long periods of isolation. We are trained that way, and it does tend to make things easier. Your name seems familiar to me, Commander Shran. I was named for my ancestor, a highly decorated commander of the Imperial Guard. Well, welcome aboard, Commander. Commander Niles, will you show Commander Shran and his squad to their barracks? Yes, sir. This way, Commander. Please inform Director Cross that we are unable to procure the package. The Enterprise was just too strong for us. We lost our sister ship as well as the tug. And in the fighting, the Vindicator suffered heavy damage and casualties. I accept full responsibility for this failure. Director Cross has anticipated this eventuality. You are to report to the rendezvous point as planned. From there to Equity Space. I expect I'll be stripped of command. That is for Director Cross to decide, not for me. However, do you have the data that you were requested to collect on the spread of the biogenic weapon? Yes, I do. We were quite thorough in collecting it. Then you will present this data to Director Cross and the board when you return to headquarters. The science teams will want to know how effective their newest weapon has been. Yes, Miss Jones. Is there anything else? Yes. The Vindicator has been reassigned to the battle group of our flagship. When you return to Equity Space, she will enter Dry Dock for repair and refit while your team is debriefed planetside. Understood, Mum. Excellent. We will see you upon your return. You have been listening to Star Trek The Lost Frontier, Episode 16, Caduceus, written by Chris Williams. Featured in the cast were Mark Brzee as Captain Rupert Trask, Laura Post as Commander Catherine Niles, David Alt as Lieutenant Andrew Winfred, Janine Yamanaka as Talak, Ben Harmer as Lieutenant J.G. Liam Kincaid, Lucian Dodge as Ensign Kirk, Peter Millie as Dr. Gerald Miller. Bill Holwig as Chief Engineer Pope, Ellie Hirschman as Zog, Derek M. Koch as Knight, Alan Manefi as Nurse Cato, Fiona Khan as Nurse Hansen, Bruce Busby as Admiral Busby, Paul Lavelle as the Andorian Doctor, Scott C. Wentworth as General Kale, M. Sierra Garcia as Captain Dawes, Christine Green as Liaison Vesson, Zach Holtzman as Vindicator Tactical, C. Glenn Williams as Vindicator Engineer, Rich Penna as Vindicator Helmsman. Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard as Major Rahl. Alexander Santoro as Commander Shran. Deborah Adams as Vulcan Control. And M.J. Cogburn as Angelina Jones. This is Mark Brzee. This episode was produced and directed by Chris Williams. Post-production work by Chris Williams. The executive producer for Darker Projects is Eric Busby. This has been a Darker Projects production. Visit us on the web at www.darkerprojects.com.